The Sandpit, Wimensis, by K.S. Maniam. Characters. Santha, a woman in her late thirties. Sumadhi, a woman who's just turned thirty. Both are the wives of the absent dance. The following scenes are played concurrently. Setting 1 The veranda of a wooden house, the type found of Jalan Bangsa or Kampung Baru or Sintul. The cement veranda is slightly raised, needing two or three steps to reach the ground. There's an old-fashioned, roughly carpentered chair to the right. A woman, Santa, is seated on the floor to the left of the chair. It's late at night, verging of midnight, and she's been working on a wide, long piece of cloth that she's had in her hands. The sari that she has on is worn primly and tucked tightly at her waist, its border wide and stiff. Setting 2 A hotel room somewhere in Kuala Lumpur. It's furnished cheaply with an overstuffed armchair, a bed, dresser, and a coffee table. Sumadhi. Daza's second wife has gone in search of her husband and now waits in the room for news from Aramugam, a close man friend. She's wearing a fairly fashionable but rumpled dress. On the coffee table, beside the armchair, is an expensive leather handbag. It is late at night, verging on midnight. Sumadhi looks tired but is resolved not to be overcome by fatigue. She's been walking up and down, but is now arrested by a knock on the door. I've always made my own sari border, putting in the silver or gold thread carefully, patiently. This one I started a month ago, but the work was slow. Only during the last four days has the work gone forward. More than an elbow length finished. If he doesn't come, the whole border will be finished. No cooking for the last four days, just waiting. And that woman, Sumati, she can't wait in the house. She must go after him. Aya, stop knocking. Not your three-hour, six-hour, twelve-hour woman. Apek, why are you like this? Das come soon, break your head. You people know only money. See, money only smile, smile, do anything. Das not here, you think I, like the other women. Go away, don't bother me. You got much service from Das, you give now. What? Got younger, stronger men. Wait till Das here. Break your neck straight away. Atan is always Das for them. When I come here, he's Das for me. A different life from the one at home. Away from Akka. What's she doing now? Maybe sitting there, working on her sari border. Tell her she's wrong. Straight away she'll take out the sari border. Scold her, she won't leave the sari border for days. As if the cloth and she won. Hiding behind that cloth. <laughs> she, a woman. 
He didn't marry her like he married me. Disappeared for two days. Didn't tell me anything. I had to run here, run there. For the first time after coming here, had to go to the shop by myself. That Chinese man, no fear Tan, comes and tells me, Your husband, coming with a new woman, asks you to do the Indian ceremony. I had to buy the coconut, prepare it for their arrival. Sumati didn't even wear sari when she came, just a dress. I was angry. Still, I broke the coconut and circled the kumkum and camphor tray round their heads. Why didn't that ceremony take away all the bad luck from this house? Only more bad luck came into the family. Atan stopped listening to me. When Atan married me, he told my father, I saved your daughter. I saved you from a lot of shame. I don't want the comedy of a temple wedding. The registration office is enough. Then a puja at the temple. After that, a dinner for anyone you want to invite. A simple, modern wedding. No showing off. My mother's face, dead through all the ceremonies and the dinner, dead, until Atan and I left for this big city. Akka is full of ceremonies, like my family, one for every day of the week, one to choke you, one to tie your feet to the house door, one to tie up your mind. Atan saved me from all that. For my marriage, Everything was done correctly. Everybody consulted. The priest, the horoscopes, the elders. M my relatives came and cleansed me. Atan had no relatives. So substitute mother, father and uncle were found to carry out the responsibilities. Atan brought his own people, a bus full of young men, to help with decorating the pantal and serving the food after the thali tying ceremony in the big hall. The whole town said it was the best and most expensive wedding it had seen. Now, there's nothing to show for the marriage. He didn't disappear that time he went to be married to Sumati. I knew he would return. Now it's already four days since I last saw him. Where's that Armukam? Gone for hours now. Sister, he said, go and rest in Das's favourite hotel room. I'll go and look for him. There are many places where women still can't go. <laughs> Atan took me to places women couldn't go. Always be brave. Show a tough face, he said. If not, they'll crush you. I've taken his advice. That's why I'm here, in this room, where a woman can easily be made into a prostitute. Lucky Armugam came into such a room when I ran away through the city. I could see his eyes getting wet, his face made small by sadness. You shouldn't be here, he said. You should be with your family. I've left all that behind, I said bravely but very frightened inside. This is a bad city, he said. You're a bad, bad man, I said. What will your wife say? He laughed. 
and said he wasn't married. Bring me a married man, I said, the kind I can trust. He brought me Atan. One look at him, I was in trouble, worse than from my family. Come here, girl, near this chair. Kneel down, yes, kneel down. Is the hardness of the floor hurting you? Good. Is it supporting you? Good. Now I want to know something. Why did you go to the shop today? Doesn't this family support you? Doesn't this family give you everything? My father talked like that. The king in our family. Another king in that small, noisy town. What colors of ribbon did you buy this time? Green, blue, red. The town already sees enough of you. The dresses you wear are flags. Why do you want more flags? That wasn't the feeling I had when I first saw Atan. More like the feeling I had when I first blood came. Frightened, yes. But also the knowing I was becoming bigger, not just in the body. I had the feeling I must fight him to be with him. He came and caught me by the hand. He pulled me. I pulled back. A smile softened his hard face. So you've strength, he said. As much as me. Then I was there at his feet. As if I fell from a high bed during sleep. As if I fell out of a dream. He was that strong and fast. But he didn't hurt. He was gentle as he was strong. Didn't have to show me. I knew. Why didn't Akka see? He's a man who doesn't like to be helped. Told me a story about how he got his strong body. When I saw him the first time, I couldn't believe there was such a man in the world. Shoulders wide as the brow of the copper pot used for festival cooking. Waist narrow as a woman's. His hands and legs thick, only like a betel nut tree trunk. He got his strength from the sand pit, he said. Told me so many times, it's like I'm there beside the sand pit. People laughed at him all the time. His legs didn't work. There were useless sticks fixed to his waist. He had to look up at men, women, and even boys. He hated that. He said he would make them look up at him one day. So he thought and thought about how to make his legs live. At last, he found a way. If he could just stand in some hole, his legs would grow nerves and veins, then the blood would flow through them. No one helped. He allowed no one to help him. He scratched the ground with a bent nail. Then, when there was a small hole, he used the spade Chinese men use for making the cement smooth. He dug and dug until his arms became thick with muscles. They were so strong he could stand on them. But he wanted to stand on his legs. The day came when he entered the hole. 
Still, no one helped him. When he got down and piled the sand around his body, his hands lost grip and he fell down. He lay there, the sand covering his face and shoulders. He couldn't breathe. He was like dead. He felt like dying. Young men stood around the hole and kicked more sand on his head. He was not going to die for them. He lifted himself up with great struggle, his hands digging into the whole sides like crab claws. Then he was standing and he saw the world right side up for the first time in his life. He stood there for months and months until even the sand changed color from white to yellow and brown, finally black. I stood there in all that filth, he always said to me. That's the sandpit. There were insects, cockroaches, worms and flies. There was the blackness that was the dirt. I understood life. The sandpit keeps me alive. That man can lift a bus, my father said proudly. Now all that's gone. When Sumati came, the going began. Why did she push him so much with her silence? He couldn't breathe in front of her. Her silence made him want to do things. He would take the stinger and crack at the bushes beside the house, rip the leaves to shreds. He calls me the chatterer. But I come from a house of silence, from the house of the dead. I'm not bluffing. You just visit my family. Better go on Friday. The incense smoke will make you choke. After the smoke goes away, you see what I'm talking about. The little box and the rows of photographs on the wall. Gods and goddesses live in the little box. Around the box are the dead. Dead great-grandfathers, grandfathers, great-grandmothers, grandmothers, nephews, cousins, and the little ones, the nieces, only dead few years ago, every time I passed that wall, I passed a graveyard. My body wanted to live. I waited for my family to go away to a wedding, waited for them to go away to a funeral. Then I let my body dance. <laughs> I don't know from where the energy came. I don't know from where the voice found the words. There was the dance and there was the song. Don't cover young mangoes with ash. They will ripen before their time. Don't cover young mangoes with lime. They will die before their time. Let the mangoes hang on the branch, glow with sun, swell with rain. Let the mangoes catch the mist Catch the sea, catch the sky. Let the mangoes filled with life, sway with life, dance with life, dance with life. Why doesn't that woman come and tell me what's happening? Gone with Arumugam, that six-faced man. The man who found her in a hotel room. Atan told me the girl had to be saved, ran away from home. Couldn't take the punishment her parents gave her. Told me after he brought her here. 
after he made her his second wife. Punishment. Didn't know how to behave properly. Teach her how to be a good housewife, Atan told me. Just to give power to the first wife. Fai told her, sit like this, walk like this. He interfered. Don't look at men when you talk to them, I said. No need for that, he said. She deserves to be punished. A woman who can't be a woman, the way she sits. Like this. All the winds in the world blowing between her legs. All the men in the world touching her breast with their eyes. Cheh! That a woman? Hotel room woman. What else went between her legs? Always going with that Arumugam. He's like my brother. Brought Atan to save me. How can she use that word? What does he see in her? All that body not properly covered up. When you see flies sitting on a lot of flesh, you lose your appetite for meat. The both of them behaving like they're the only people in the world who have bodies. He doing all those exercises, she putting all kinds of oils on her body in the bathroom. Yes, I've seen her. And before sleeping, all those perfumes. As if women don't have their own smells to bring the men to them. Who's that? Apek, is that you? Don't disturb me. Ask the other couple to use another room. This Dark's favourite room. He comes suddenly, he gets angry. Losing money already? Das will pay you. He's sure to come. I was young then. Didn't know. Now a lot of mangoes in the city. Sold at all kinds of prices. Akka doesn't know. Doesn't understand. The body is the only thing you have. Tell her that she'll wrap herself some more in her sari, deep inside. No use thinking about her. She doesn't care about Atan. Where's that Arumugam? Gone off with no fear, Tan. The two behaving strange the last few months. Won't look at me when talking, always talking to each other. Why did Arumugam ask Atan to save me? No, no, that isn't true. Atan won't take anyone's advice, not even mine. If only he had listened to me. He didn't listen to Akka. He resisted her. He doesn't resist me. She tells him to stay at home, he goes away. I ask him to bring me here, he quickly obeys. He takes me to the bars, the nightclubs, the discos. Sometimes I don't like it at all. Am I a child for him? Maybe the child he doesn't want to have? Can't have? That Arumugam isn't the old Arumugam. Six face. He's bringing them out one by one. That time they brought Atan home, beaten up. Arumugam didn't come near the house for days. After that, he was always smiling, treating me like I wasn't his adopted sister. I kept him in place. Akka thinks differently, but I didn't let him step over the drawn line. Sway with life, sway with life, dance with life, dance with life. I never sit on this chair. From the time I came to this house 20 years ago, 
when we were both young. He wasn't young to me even then. This chair was always his. He sat there when important matters had to be talked about. I sat here, never too near. When people passed by, they saw husband and wife in their correct places. They respected us. Sumati doesn't care for respect. What can you do with respect, she says. Machi came yesterday, an old woman. No Satan from the time he was born. She delivered him into the world. She said, can I do anything to help you? Somehow she knows Atan is in trouble. I know he is in trouble. Sumati pretends not to see anything. He has to go back there, she says. That's the only place that gives him strength, keeps him alive. You want him to die? You think Akka will come out here? There are crocodiles, rats and vultures here. All teeth ready to swallow you. All sweetness biting into your insides. All strength but ready to pull out your intestines. This is the sand pit. Akka doesn't want to know. Atan told her many times about the sand pit. She listened only with her ears. Not with her whole body. Safe inside that sari. Pull off that sari. You think she can take the biting, gnawing, digesting? Atan and I came here some nights. Not to enjoy ourselves as Akka thinks. But to watch. Guard. Prevent. A man comes here smelling of money. Looks respectable. Dressed like a gentleman. Beside him is a young girl just out of school, maybe even in school. The man has talked to Apek, given him money, wants to take the girl into a room. Atan steps in, talks to Apek, threatens him, talks to the man. The man sends the girl away in a taxi. Lucky for the girl, Atan was there. There are other times women are not so lucky. This one Atan saw one night had never come before. Wearing tight skirt, tight blouse, hair cut short, cheeks painted red. Coming here with a man saying, short time, long time, Joe. One go, two go, Joe. Huh? Huh? Plenty service, hey, hey, Joe. The man, not even a foreigner. The woman chewing gum all the time. Atan laughed. Sometimes you have to laugh. The woman didn't go to school. Married eight years. Had a daughter, seven years old. The husband, a clerk. One morning he goes to work and never returns. The neighbours can't feed their own children. Relatives would throw her out if she goes back. She's always talking like that, about death. She said her parents were killing her. That's why she ran away. How were they killing her? I told Machik yesterday to find out what the wise woman will say. I told her how Sumati told me. I'll be doing the housework day after day. Then I'll go for a walk. Go to town to buy a red ribbon for my hair. One day, I came back tired and sat down in the doorway. My mother was taking down the clothes from the lines. A wind was blowing. It lifted my skirt to my thighs. Before I could bring it down, my mother saw. 
didn't say anything. Heard my mother and father whispering that night. You know what they did that week? Conducted a puja, a strange puja. My mother made me wear a sarong up to my chest. Then she took me to the bathroom. There she poured water over my head and body. Poured and poured until the body was cold. Poured and poured until the body was numb. Poured and poured until I couldn't breathe. And she took me to the family shrine. Made me kneel down in front of all those pictures of gods and goddesses, dead grandfathers and uncles. She said some prayers. My father said some prayers and held me down by the hair. Then he sat nearby on a stool watching me. I was not to lift my head and body until the sarong dried. The wet cloth sucked my blood away, sucked my nerves away. You call that living? <laughs> but she laughed and said, maybe Sumati's parents didn't understand her. What is there to understand? If she knows how to wear a sari, she'll know how to be a woman, like me. I wear this sari even when I sleep. She wears one of those dresses that doesn't hide anything. Accusing eyes. Akka's eyes. Always blaming you. That time Atan was beaten up. She thinks I didn't go near him. I went when she was in the kitchen. She only saw his swollen cheeks, cut arms and twisted leg. I saw something else. His eyes hidden by the puffed-up flesh, didn't want to look at me. He said, go away. But his voice said more. It said, don't look at this useless body. Come back when it's healthy. It was crippled before, but it found its strength. That's the way it works. So I went away. Rubbed with lime, the mango is hurt. Rubbed with the lime of people's hatred. Rubbed with the lime of people's scorn. I didn't take Akka's look seriously. I waited. Atan wanted something she couldn't give. That woman in her sari. Yes, she looks after him during the day. But pay a nurse, she'll do better. Steady hands that push the needle into the flesh. A face that isn't touched by pain. Akka should wear the white uniform nurses wear. But you already wear the uniform women have worn for hundreds of years. Do you think the cut hand hurt him? After the swelling went down, what hurt him? Why was he looking here, looking there? He wasn't hiding from the police. He wasn't hiding from the other thugs. He knew what they would say. Calls himself a strong man. See how a bunch of boys beat him up. He went through all that a long time ago, Akka. But you've forgotten. You don't see what there's to see. See only what you want to see from behind that sari border. He didn't want to see the mouths pouring scorn on him. He didn't want to hear their happiness celebrating his failure. I'm only a woman in a dress. But I know these things. I talk to Machi. She talks to me. My neighbours come in the evenings and listen to me. 
they're not here today. They know I'm going through some troubles. But Atan and Sumuti won't let me talk. So I pretend I've lost my tongue. It's been many years since Atan and that Windrup woman listened to me. Machik told me something was wrong with Atan's legs when he was born. Couldn't walk. Was crawling all the time. His mother said, Siva, Siva, why did you give me a child that's an insect? His father wouldn't look at him. Stood in the sandpit for days and days, months, year. The sandpit, he said, was a hole he dug and somehow made himself stand there with the sand covering him up to the waist. Maybe if he had waited a year or two, his legs would have got the strength to walk. But he's impatient. How can you cure crippled legs when the doctors and other medicine men can't do anything? When he leaves the house, I ask him, where are you going? He says, to the sand pit, where the insects crawl, where there's a lot of filth, where you have to be strong to be respected. I clean up the place. That's the name he has given to the place in town where he goes. Comes back late at night, has money with him, throws the money at me the next day. Go and buy whatever you want with Sumati. A car will take you to town. Sumati is excited. She gets ready. Wears her short dress, puts makeup on her face. I go to please Atan, not to make him angry. Every time a different car comes to take us to town. See, no need to buy a car. Atan can get any car he wants, says Sumati. Once, no fear Than brought him in a car when the cock was about to crow. Sumati didn't even hear them coming, sleeping with her legs east and west. That Chinese man, no fear Than, said strange words to me. You haven't seen me. You don't know me. You haven't seen your husband. You don't know him. Don't let him outside the house. The police or any man you haven't seen before, come, come and ask for dust. Say you don't know the name or the person. He just went away, leaving Atan inside the house. You think Simati got up? No. She stretched out her legs somehow and snored louder. I had never seen Atan like that. His face was swollen. There was blood on his mouth. He was trembling like a child who had seen a ghost. Who looked after him? Who boiled the water and washed his face? This woman in the sari did. The woman in the dress was dead to the world. In the morning, when Sumati heard Atan came back in the night with cuts on his face, she was more frightened than him. In the morning, when Sumati heard Atan came back in the night with cuts on his face, she was more frightened than him. They were like two children the outside world had bullied. Who looked after them? Here's something else you don't know. You thought we were children playing with our bodies. Your eyes told me what you were thinking. Your mind has become a transparent cause. After he recovered, he began to do exercises, 
who made him do that you this woman in the dress had to pretend i wasn't a woman had to be a child that isn't easy you try it easier to be full of wisdom correctness hatred bitterness disgust <laughs> to be a child that's difficult the child enjoys everything doesn't remember what happened yesterday let's today be today my brothers and sisters were children grown up they lived under the wisdom of the dead believe the dead lived in a better world a beautiful world no one came but attan didn't leave the house no fear tan didn't come arumugam didn't come even sumati didn't go near him he was to them like he had a disease that would spread to them i looked after him this woman in the sari stood outside the latrine making sure he didn't fall down this woman in the sari put spoonfuls of chicken broth into his mouth luckily no one came but the luck didn't last for many days once he stopped staring everywhere as if someone was looking for him he began to walk about the house first inside then at the back sumati suddenly became brave she went with him all the time then he began doing exercises again there at the back of the house he wouldn't let anyone see not even me only sumati could be there near him he would finish exercising and come here lie down on the floor sumati would put a towel on the chair like that sari border there now she told me have his tea hot and ready as if i was the servant woman she rubbed his back legs hands and shoulders with camphor ointment have the hot water ready for his bath this is my so she paid to do the job people passing by didn't see husband and wife only a hotel room woman and a man who paid for being touched you fed him chicken broth dressed his wounds but i let out the bitterness and the hatred that dirtied his blood so i became a child for him we played like children he chased me around but couldn't catch me i clapped when he kicked higher and higher that's what i gave him the innocence you like authority either to tell or be told this is an armchair almost like the one at home but this one is different covered with the sweat and desires of many men and women that chair at home you dusted and kept clean didn't sit in it didn't let me sit in it you walked around it as if god's used it for a throne when atan sat in it you didn't come near him he was as good as the wood he sat on that's what you want wood not flesh and blood you don't look closely you stand too far away what authority do you worship the authority of the dead i told you how my parents turned me into a stone of virtue 
with their strange puja. I didn't tell you the other thing, the thing I did to become alive again. You won't understand. There was a tree behind the house, the Vepala tree, Kali Amma's tree, the goddess who loves blood, hangs death around her neck like skulls. Don't think I don't know about these things. When we were young and got the chicken pox, we put a bunch of the vapula leaves under our pillows to keep away evil, to keep away death. The vapula leaves were pointed and sharp. At night, when my family slept, I went out the vapula tree. I stood under the sky and let the coal bite into my flesh. The body only remembered the death it had died under my mother's hands in the bathroom, under my father's hands before the family shrine. Taking a bunch of the leaves, I beat myself all over my body. The sharp leaves made the blood flow again. The body lived once again. At that time, she should have left him alone. I left him alone. I wouldn't look at him. I didn't care whether he went to the sandpit or not. I had been waiting for that time since I married him. Whenever my father visited me, he asked, Where's your husband gone? Gone to work in the town, I said. At night, he said. I knew what Atan was doing all the time. Atan wouldn't listen to my silence. He listened to Sumati, the chatterer. He gave her that name. He called me the silencer. Don't open your mouth, he said. You'll ask me to stop doing what I'm doing. So I kept quiet, but I didn't stop watching him. Is that you, Armugam? Apek again. What this time? You want the room? You want me to bring you business? No? Sure. Brought food. Bakute? What? Only pao? Kachang pao. Nice to eat. Can't be just waiting. Not hungry now. When hungry, I'll call you, Apek. Apek, uh, ask you something. Where you think Das now? Didn't see him for months. Why are you bluffing? Was here with me only last month. Forget already, yeah? Can't forget, Apek. Das don't forget anything. Must go. Somebody calling you. Okay, go. One more thing. See that man, Aramugam. Ask him to come here quickly. What? Playing mahjong? No, no, he knows this is not the time to do that. Look for him, Apek. Aramukam will come. Just trying to be the goat when the master is away. Moving his muscles, kicking his legs. He too taking exercises every day. Following Atan in everything. Going everywhere with him. But he and no fear Tan too close. Where was he when Atan was beaten up? 
I'll get the answer from him tonight. Playing the brother-sister game. I'm not blind. If he doesn't come, I'll go out there and look for him. He won't come today. It's the fourth day. A bad day. He shouldn't be out there. Two, four, six are bad numbers. When he brought Sumati home, I knew we would have trouble. Two wives in the same house. I lost the only child I could have that year. Machi came and cleaned up the baby for burial. Only four months old, just dropped out of my womb one morning. Why didn't Sumati see? Why can't she see now? Atan would punch the bag filled with coconut husk. He would lift himself up the bar across the two posts. But for a long time, he didn't use the metal wrap round his fingers, like the sixth finger with its four blunt knobs. Why couldn't Sumati see? I told Atan not to use his body too much. The chatterer giving advice again, he said, but went away and bought the fire maker and the stinger. Yes, go on. Laugh, Akka. That was the one time I saw you trying hard not to laugh. You know now, they just have to press a button and a bomb falls in another country. Countries don't have to send armies to fight. The man doesn't have to go near his enemy. Do you know that, Akka? Like me here now, just have to send Aramugam. He'll find Atan because... He's frightened. People must be frightened to do the right thing. They must be frightened not to do the wrong thing. Yes, yes. I know these things, though only a small town girl. The fire maker, the stinger, not made up things. They're real, like you and me. You won't understand the fire maker. You know only one way to use the vapala leaves, to put them under your pillow to keep away Kaliyama. I use it on my body to wake up the blood. So the fire maker isn't new or strange to me. The many times Atan beat me with the fire maker, you just stood there and watched. I didn't care. I was becoming lazy, letting my body go to sleep. Atan was doing with the fire maker what I did a long time ago with the vapala leaves. So easy to sleep, to forget where you are and what you are. I wriggled my body this way and that. There was no shame. But when he beat you with a stinger, what did you do? Just stood there like a block of stone. Let the sari fall in shreds around you, then picked them up and went into the room. Not to come out for three days. When you came out, you spent the time at the family shrine, praying. Are you praying now? Do you think prayer will bring Atan back? Prayer won't bring him back. You've got to go out and look for him. We've to be together in feelings, thoughts and actions. Togetherness, that's important, not separateness. That's what you're doing, Akka, always separating. 
yourself from Atan, yourself from me, your life from ours. He saw everybody as enemies. He punched and punched as if he saw real faces before him. Sumati clapped, <laughs> sitting in the chair. Why didn't he ask her to get up from the chair? Then Sumati came in front of him. Punch me, she said. If you can punch me, you can punch anyone. She was lazy most of the time, but when she was quick, she was quick. Why did he let a woman humiliate him? Slower than a woman. He was slowing down. His shoulders were not round and powerful anymore. It was painful to see him trying to make his body strong and fast again. They were like two children. I have seen children play like that. He would take a few steps and kick. She would clap. <laughs> Do it again, she would say when he did something like this. Put his hand across his chest. Move forward. Hit with his left. Hit with his right. Kick. <laughs> One time, he nearly fell. Sumati caught him. She was always there to encourage him. His partner, his playmate. He would put his hands round her neck and she would try to release herself. Yeah, in front of those people passing by. After Sumati came into the household, he touched me only a few times. Not like a husband or wife, like a man in a hurry doing his duty. But he and Sumati thinks they did. No, 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 no need to think about that now. Did she go after him because of that? The modern woman? Have a child, I told her. My womb is too old. What for, she said, to stay in the house all the time. I too come from years of silence. The silence of my family that almost broke me. Silence isn't strength. Silence is weakness. Silence is fear. You're frightened, but pretending to be strong. You use everything to get away from what's happening around you. This armchair won't remain the same thing in your mind. You change it into something else, like you've done to the chair in the veranda there. Do you know what we do when Atan brings me here sometimes? Play a game. I'll sit on the bed. Atan will sit in the chair. He's the big boss. Apek knocks on the door, comes in and pays Atan. Then other men come in one by one. The hawkers, the small shopkeepers, the food stall owners. A little something for Atan for keeping the place in order. Then they all go away. What happens afterwards? He makes me sit in the armchair. Then gives me the money the men gave him, saying, here's a token for keeping the streets clean. Here's a present for keeping out rowdiness. Here's a gift for protecting the women. Then we would laugh together and sit in the armchair. Yes, we also slept together, Atan and I, but like a man and woman who knew what their bodies wanted, 
who knew what their bodies couldn't do. We never force the bodies into anything unnatural. For you, even taking off your clothes is unnatural. But you were born without clothes and without thoughts in your head. But you, Akka, make the chair too sacred. That's why I sat there like a slut sometimes, just to make you angry. Because behaving like that towards the chair, you took me back to the past. I didn't want the past. I don't want the past. Putting all that strength into his body, nothing left to bring a child into the world. You've seen those married men with children, he said. Fat stomachs, thin hands and legs. You want me to be like that? I think he was afraid. Didn't want any child to be born like he was. Crippled. Sometimes when he came home drunk, he talked in his sleep. No, no. There must be no children. To be hated by his mother, ignored by his father, humiliated by the neighbors. No, no. He was thinking about himself. You're like ice, he told me. Don't know how to play. Sometimes I'm afraid to breathe in front of you. He didn't know how to play with me. I don't play with my clothes all taken off. I don't go everywhere with him letting all kinds of men's eyes fall on me. The past. Pictures of the dead. That silence that came between living and dying. The silence that was emptiness. My father too had his chair. Sat on it like a king. Called my mother. She went in obedience. Wearing her sari and the potu on her forehead. The potu. The kumkum mark of slavery. She was nothing when she didn't wear the potu. But when she made that red dot, she could command and she could obey. Do you know, Akka, how much beating she took? Not just with a stick and slippers, but the other kind of beating. When she couldn't answer back, couldn't defend herself, put a wrong suspicion right, the kind of beating that killed her mind. When the potu wasn't there, the forehead was as smooth as a baby's. Empty. After his exercises, after Sumati had rubbed his body with camphor oil, he sat on this chair, shining. He pushed his shoulders up like this. Whenever anyone passed the house, then he stretched out his hands and made his arms tight so his muscles would stand out for all to see. Somebody bigger and stronger will come one day. The people will flock around him. He won't listen to me. I found my legs. I made my body strong. Do you know how many people are afraid of me because of that? Do you know I just have to stretch out my hand and they put money in it? What happens one day when you can't stretch out your hand because you're old or sick? He wouldn't answer. He knew, but he wouldn't admit the truth. But he changed. 
He began to save his body, not use it so much. That's when he brought home that cane and that rayfish tail. He has funny names for them. The fire maker, the stinger, two more playthings, more stories to tell himself, more untruths. Why didn't Sumati help me to wake him up? For her, anything he did was right. Even when he beat her with the cane, the fire maker, even I, a woman, felt like beating her. Maybe that's why her parents punished her for not seeing things in the right place. When Atan brought the cane and the rayfish tail, she came running to me like a child. No need to worry anymore, Akka, she said. I know you think he's too old to use his body. He won't have to use his body anymore. He has found something more powerful. The fire maker, the stinger. Go and play with them, I said. Only he can touch them, she said. Come out and see what he does with the cane and whip. The vegetable seller beat her. The fishmonger beat her. With their prices. She didn't know the people on the streets. Only her neighbours. We must know the words on the street. The price of everything on the streets. So we won't be beaten. When I came to our house with Atan after the wedding, I only saw a chair. Then you came with your sari and potu. Then Atan sat there on the chair. You stood like my mother at the correct distance and asked, what do you want me to cook today? What's to be done about the neighbor who's always making noise at night? Why is that man Arumukam always coming here? What shall we do about our childlessness? Shall we adopt a child? Are these questions only blindness, stupidity? And you wanted to teach me the same things sitting beside that chair. You tightened your sari some more, sat more stiffly with a head up so I could see the potu. You began with the potu. The potu is the sign that you're wedded. It must always be on your forehead. When you wake up, wash your face, then go to the shrine, pray, and put on the potu. Then go and look upon the husband's face. That way you won't bring misfortune to the family and yourself. Wash the pots, mugs, and plates with ash and assam, you said before the husband wakes up. Don't sit down with the husband at breakfast. Don't sit down with him at lunch. Serve him first and eat last. Don't look at any man who talks to you. Keep your head covered with your sari border. What were you trying to do, Akka? That was the kind of life I was putting behind me. No, no. I'm not going to be just a shadow. I started living with Atan, not living for him. You've lived so much for him, you can't do anything by yourself. I saw. Why didn't she see even at this late stage? You sat there in the chair, the swishing the air with your cane as if beating flies. Timothy. 
Why didn't you see? The story you told me about the fire maker, Tan. Can that be true? You said it was the thinnest cane that your friend, the rattan hunter, found. So thin, it would wrap itself round a tree trunk. Can something so stiff bend itself round anything? Why do you call it the fire maker? He used it only on Sumati. I was there all the time. Why didn't he use it on me? I remember what you said as you beat her. There. This will make your body burn. Little knots of flame all over. I also remember something else. That time you finished your exercises and Sumati wasn't home to rub your body down with camphor ointment. I said, I would rub the ointment into your muscles. No, you said. You can't make my body burn like Sumati. Where is she now? Somewhere with Arumugam enjoying herself. I've been here all the time, eating nothing, drinking only water now and then. I have given away my body, made it live for something else, for you. Remember, you said, God gave us bodies to live with them, not just inside them. Why didn't you make me live with it? You had to go and get that cane, the fire maker. You had to go and get that sumati. All this talk about the past. Waste of time. The night almost gone. Where's that Aramugam? Maybe he knows where Atan is and won't tell me. He and Nofia Tan working hand in hand. Your man very good. Nofia Tan once told me. Strong and fast. But once like women, too much all that finished. You and the other woman looking after him properly, not fighting, not asking too much from him. And Aramugam asking me, after the exercise, what oil to rub on the body? I said, you mustn't rub it on the body. You must drink it. Then your body will shine better than the moon. Don't fool me, sister, he says. That time Atan was beaten up, why did no fear Tan bring him back? He never fights, his body thin as a broomstick. Why does he follow Atan? We're good friends, says no fear Tan. Work together. How can such a man work with Atan? At another time, no fear Tan says, You lucky woman, have a strong man. I find him the work he's doing now. Show him all the shops and hotels. I'm not there, he finish. Won't finish for a long time. Aramugam going around with him, nodding his head, smiling. You think I can't be like her? It's easy to be like her even when wearing a sari. Just this one time, let me sit in this chair and show how she behaves when you're not at home. Maybe like she's doing in some hotel room. That's how she puts her hair down. That's how she wears her dresses. There. I can do it too. Let all the winds in the world follow between my legs.
Apek! I'll find out what Aramugam is doing. Apek! Apek! Gone for almost six hours, should have found out something. Apek! Apek! No, I don't want more pow. I told you already, Apek. Don't care the man owns many companies. Divorced, ask him to marry again. <laughs> Married five times already. So, he must do this thing before going to work. Then nothing bother him. We'll pay $200. 200 400 600 I don't care. Don't want any man. Want das. No, where das? Ask you to find Armugam. He coming. Oh, send you first. Ask him to come. You respected me too much. Let me live within my silence. Where did that silence come from? From all the hundreds of years women lived in the shadow of their husbands. That made you angry, made you rage. You didn't raise the fire maker on me, you raised the stinger. Before bringing it down on my body, you told me the story of the rayfish. Did you want me to see some meaning? Not an ordinary rayfish, you said. The big one with fins as large as waves had been lying on the seabed for several years. Its back was covered with a layer of hard sea things, almost like a rock. Its underside was white and soft. That made you angry. And its eyes had the look of having seen hundreds of years. The fish was still alive when the fisherman asked you to cut its tail. You cut it off with one blow. When you brought home the tail, it was still smelling. The skin was not completely dried. There was flesh over the bones. I saw you curing it, drying it in the sun, oiling it until you could roll it up into a small coil. Then you took it to town, hiding it under your shirt. When I asked you why you were late one night, you beat me with it. What were you beating? The stinger didn't touch my body at all. It only tore my sari and blouse until I was almost naked. Yes, I still have that sari in the house, just to remember and learn the meaning. But I didn't feel naked. Today, when I'm by myself, I still don't feel alone. You're somewhere near, and you'll come when you know my true self. Sumati can go and throw herself on you. But you know who has been here all the time. At last, the man himself. Have you really looked for my husband? Here and there? You said you knew all the places. Now you can't find him. You didn't try. So you're telling me what happens to strong men. Four stages. When fully strong, the man enters any building through the front, stands in front of the counter, doesn't say a word. When less than half strong, he creeps in like some insect, bangs the counter and shouts, you don't give me something, see what happens to your stall. Just wait and see what happens to your face. When not strong at all, he doesn't enter any building, 
roams the back lanes. What happens there, Aru? Don't tell me about the four stages of women. Too many people telling us about women. They all have a price. Yes, but not in money ways. You say you sold me to Das. You brought us together. Remember that, Armugam. You didn't sell me. Nobody can buy me. Maybe you tried through Apek just now. He didn't buy me. Money can't always buy women. Now go before I kick you between the legs. No, I wouldn't turn this sari border into some smelling, dried-up ray fish tail, even if you call it the stinger. I started this border the day you ripped my sari with the stinger. I've put 20 years of our life together into its cold threads. I've put the years of suffering in silence into it. Now I'll place it on the chair where you always sat. Take two. Now I'll place it on the chair where you always sit. Soft cloth and hardwood. Just like the rayfish you talked about. Soft underbelly and hard top skin. We are like that, you and I. Sumathi, some cheap cloth and sour perfume which won't last for long. We have always been together. We'll always be together. I'll be the silence, you be the noise. You think I don't know you? Yes, I haven't been to that street where you're the master and everybody obeys you. Here, we work together. You can be me, I can be you. Sumati chatters away, puts on all kinds of dresses and perfumes. I put on different things, enter different smells and bodies. My work is with people. I've watched you all these years, know your movements and your feelings. Sumati sees only the outside of you, your body. I go inside and can become you. During the last few months, you've come home beaten many times. Not blows on your face or cuts on your hands. That happened many years ago. You gave back blow for blow, cut for cut. But these recent months, you couldn't give anything back. You returned one night, quietly. No car brought you back. I was still awake. You just have to breathe and I know you're there. You stood here near the chair. Not straight, but like a tired old man. Your legs were trembling. You started talking to your legs. Yes. I saw and heard everything from the door which had opened to a small gap. You were so busy with yourself, you didn't notice anything else. Left. Are you ready? Right? Are you there? What? You didn't want to work today. Work for too long. Nobody rests. You only rest when you're dead. You didn't want to be born. I didn't want to be born, but I was born with you as useless sticks. The Bidan Machik brought me into the world. As a human being? No. As a worm. As an insect. 
that crawled on the floor. My father didn't look at me, my mother didn't want me, so don't talk to me about being born. That's how you talked and stood all the while without moving. A man once strong. A man with shoulders round as the earth. And you're all right, right. You're the stubborn one. I gave you blood and nerves. Now move. What? Still won't move. What? Nothing to move for? When your legs you move, that's all. Must move for something, for somebody. You move for me. I'm somebody. Somebody big, not anymore. Because you don't obey me. The legs didn't move. They were stuck to the floor. You thought and thought. I saw your face trying to hide the suffering. Then you bent down again. I know how to make you move, you said. I stood there in the sandpit for days and months so you could get your blood and nerves. I'll open your nerves and veins. Part of me... If you're part of me, you'll obey or else I'll give you a beating with the stinger. You almost fell, but you didn't give up. Stood straight again. I'll suffer pain. That's nothing new. I knew pain as a child, the pain of being humiliated, of being treated like an insect. They said, there goes the cockroach. There goes the lizard. It's going to the hole. Give it a shovel. The job will go faster. It can finish itself off. They wanted me dead, buried. If you behave like the dead, people will step on you, crush you. Now move. You forced yourself. The legs moved a few paces. You took the stinger off the hook. move. Only have the determination. Think of those years of silence from which this ray fish tail comes. Those eyes that watch without feeling. You must care for yourself. Live for yourself. Then you struck your leg with the stinger. Punished yourself like Sumathi's parents punished her. Beat the blood out of your legs. Your face couldn't hide the pain anymore. No. Atan won't work for anybody. Can't work for anybody. The man who knows the fire maker, the stinger. Akka, do you know what the fire maker is? Not just the Ratan cane, something you hold. It's something that takes hold of you. It's inside you all the time. Beats you for being lazy. Beats you for sleeping. Beats you for not knowing. Beats you into wakefulness. Do you know what the stinger is? A set of rules. Rules that have come through time. Rules that have come through people. Rules that beat you down.
rules you use to beat down others. Isn't there something beyond pain? Isn't there something beyond determination? Isn't there something beyond the body? So I know about you. I may be the silence you talked about, the ice that wouldn't melt. During the day, I work. During the night, I lie awake listening for your footsteps. Fear made you find your legs. Fear made you stand up. That fear is destroying you now, bringing you down to your knees. You want me buried? You and that woman? The silence buried me all these years. Like you, I've entered the sandpit waiting for you these last few days. But the fear of your not coming back is not going to make me bend my knees. I'm your right leg, stubborn, and working only with half understanding all this time. I'm the stinger that will tear you to pieces as you tore my sari to shreds. I'm waiting here for you, without fear, filled only with that hard rock of patience that's my life. The Sandpit This is the sandpit, where a price is put on everything, on men, women, children, not just a hole where Atan stood to get his legs. The sandpit is here and now. The sandpit is the roughness of life. The sand is the burying scorn of the people. The sand is the dirt people throw into your mind. The sand is what makes that woman say, short time, long time, Joe. The sand is uncertainty. Don't blindfold yourself with a sari border, Akka. Step out into the sand. I'm going to step out into the sand. Search the back lanes. Search out Atan. Can't you see? Why do you try to catch the flashes in the sky? Why don't you be the sky, rising above everything, silent, watching, waiting? I'll not just put gold and silver thread into the sari border. My patience is not born out of being passive. My patience will be the anger I haven't used since I married you. If that woman can be like a man, I'll be both man and woman, the left and right legs. It's going to be the fifth day, a good number. I'll sit and wait and work on this border. Maybe before I finish it, you'll come. We'll make another beginning, start a new border. Dance through life. Dance through life. Don't be thrown into the pit. Be with life. Be with life. Don't be ruled by certainty. Clap for life. Clap for life. Don't be swayed by authority. 
Don't be swayed by uncertainty. Don't be swayed by the unholy. 